Well, good morning, Gretna Online family. This is Pastor Rob. It is great to see you today. Today is real time, September 20th, 2020. Uh, and if you're joining us here online, that obviously means you weren't with us in person. In person today, we're doing some things a little differently. We're singing a few songs together. We're praying together. And then actually, we're heading out uh, into uh, the community. We're heading out to help others uh, who physically need some kind of tangible assistance. Usually, we call that Faith, Hope, Love. It's an event we do. It's a multi-church event we do uh, every year. We have been doing the last several years. And this year... Uh, because of COVID, like everything else, right? It's kind of affected the way we're doing things. So the group of churches that that really operates this, we've decided to to move that external event to spring. But we at Gretna have chosen to take this time to extend some physical help to those from within our body our, of believers who need assistance. Uh, we're dropping some trees at people's houses. We're doing some yard work. We're cleaning gutters. Just simple things that some members of our body really want to get done but just can't and they were brave enough to ask for help to do those things and and i mean that sincerely brave enough to ask for help um because asking for help is something that we have a tendency to shy shy away from right we convince ourselves that maybe the issue we have is is too small to bother anyone or we don't want to we don't want to burden anybody else needlessly like they've got a lot to do i don't want to burden them i don't want to draw them into my challenges or my difficulties whether they be physical or emotional or or, or even spiritual right i don't want to burden them with my burdens and so we try to bear down and we try to try harder we roll up our sleeves right and and, and it has this, this sense of righteousness uh, that we develop in battling things out on our own. We see a, the value of grit, of determination, of making things happen, of figuring out a way around it without asking others for help. And that's not to say we shouldn't try to do that, because the truth is we should. Galatians 6, 4 and 5 even says that. It says, let each person examine his own work, and then he can take pride in himself alone, right? There's this, this notion of being responsible for what you're trying to get done, accomplish things, and not compare himself with someone else for each person will have to carry his own load. There is this, this sense that part of driving through this life, of pursuing God, means that there is a level of responsibility for each of us, that each of us has to ourselves. And, and we do need to be able to do some things on our own. I think we've all come across someone who, who has, for some reason or another, reached the point in their life where they don't believe, they don't believe they can do anything. They don't believe they're capable of getting through something. They don't believe that they're capable of, of contributing to a grander purpose or assisting others because they can barely survive on their own. And that's, that's a horrible thing. And honestly, it's a lie. It's not true. Each of us are born with blessings from God. Each of us are born with capacities and abilities. And we are responsible for, for using them to the best of our ability. And sometimes that means digging ourselves out of our own holes. Because God's given us the ability to do that. On the other hand, Right before these two verses in Galatians 6, 2, it says this, carry one another's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. There's a, an understanding then that 
our job as the body of Christ is to recognize that sometimes there are burdens that shouldn't be carried alone, that we are intended to carry together to help one another with. But that creates a quandary for us. Um, How do we determine who needs help? How do we know they need help? How can we help? What do we do with that? And and I, I want to say this. I, I think it's like any other relationship. It's a two-way communication. It requires both a willingness to offer help and a willingness to ask. And I think we struggle with both for different reasons. Offering help is, is something that has driven what it what we understand to be what it means to be the body of Christ since the dawn of time. And, you know, when Jesus tells of the parable of the Good Samaritan, he challenges, he's challenging the notion of who, who your neighbor is, who is someone that you can really trust, who is someone who is really for you. And in that parable, it's the person who stops to care for the one who cannot care for themselves in that moment. In Matthew chapter 25, verses 35 through 40, Jesus says this. He says, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. There's something about that. And he continues to go on and say, and the king will answer them, right? When you you get to heaven, the king will answer them, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. It's what caused Christians to be the first to build hospitals, the first to build children's homes. And and the truth is that that willingness to offer help whenever needed is, is what drives Something like faith, hope, love, our willingness to go out there and do things. It's seeking opportunities to help for one another. There's this idea that we need to actively be looking for opportunities to help each other. And that requires that we get out of our own heads for a minute. It requires that we stop being solely focused on getting where we need to go and doing what we need, need or want to do and breathing and just saying, you know, God has given me talents, skills, abilities, capacities. Sometimes it's financial. Sometimes it's just an ability to haul stones. Sometimes it's intelligence. Sometimes it's creativity. Whatever that is, God has given us abilities to help one another. And I, I dare say it, we have an obligation to help. We have an obligation to be a shining light in the community. We have an obligation to seek opportunities to use the gifts we have, not just take advantage of those that come by, which we should, but to actually physically seek them, to go out, to do, to offer, and to mean it, right? We've all, we've all, I think, been in that place where we say, you know, I know I should ask somebody if they want help, and maybe I get the courage to do that. Do you need help with that? But deep down, we're thinking to ourselves, I really hope they say no, (laughs) right? I hope they say no. But the truth is, when we ask someone if they need help, we should really desire to help them. We should really be making an offer that we hope and pray that God will allow us that opportunity to bless them. But there's also the other side of this, and and that's the side I want to take on, really take on today. And that's the notion of asking for help. 
because I don't think that's one that comes too naturally for us. And I really think it's an issue of pride. Bottom line, it's an issue of pride. I don't want someone to be embarrassed or I don't want to be embarrassed by someone else knowing that I can't handle something on my own. It's defending our ego or defending the perception we believe everybody else has of us that we've got it all together and so we don't ask for help. Maybe I'm getting a little older and I can no longer do something I thought I could do. Maybe I'm I'm struggling with some kind of difficulty or a sin and I don't have the I don't want to tell anybody else because I don't want them to know that I can't handle it alone. You know, when it comes to physical things, I will tell you that I have hurt myself over the years lifting things. My back's a train wreck, and it's because I lift things that I have no business lifting by myself. You know those boxes at the store that say two person should carry this, or this is a two-person job, and you look at it and you go, I don't need two people. I can do that. Yes, most of the time I can, but that one time... <laughs> When I hurt myself and I really just should have listened to the sign on the box <laughs> or read the sign on the box, I probably wouldn't be hurt if I just would have asked for help. It's the reason why men sometimes get lost and will not stop. It used to be wouldn't stop and ask for directions and they would just drive around forever going, I can figure it out, I can figure it out. That's, I got to tell you, that's pride. Don't We don't want to ask for help because somehow, some way, we think it demonstrates we are weak. Or that we, well, yeah, that we're weak. But asking for help, asking for help is, is I think, a valuable skill set. Because I, I think it, it helps us grow closer to God. I think it helps us understand who our God is and how he functions. And I think the truth is, it's the way it's been planned from the very beginning. Asking for help demonstrates that we understand that from the very beginning of time, in Genesis chapter 2, 18, for example, God, the Lord says this, he says, the Lord God then, then said, it is not good for man to be alone and I will make a helper corresponding to him. And yes, that's the formation of a woman to stand next to him. But that is, that is also kind of a global understanding. If you, if you look at the way God refers to his people, and that's key. He doesn't refer to them as his person, each with their individual walk with God where they figure it all out on their own. He talks about the people of God. In fact, this phrasing of, I will be your God and you will be my people, uh, a scholar friend, called Dale Stouffer, calls this the peoplehood formula, the idea that God is calling a people unto himself. Even in that phrasing, there's this, this gathering of, of a multitude, of a group moving together. That's, that's the picture that we see. Even the greatest leaders in God's family have needed help. Moses asked, begged God for help so that he could because he wasn't comfortable speaking in front of others. And so God helped him. God gave him Aaron. But he also had to be offered help. 
His father-in-law, Jethro, and others had to come to him when they recognized that he was overburdened in what he was trying to accomplish. They had to, they offered him help. And it was only through the offer of that help and the diminished demand on his time and his energy that would allow him to do the things that God wants him to do. And, and that doesn't happen. You can't pull that off or you're not willing to give up your independence unless you're willing to set aside your pride long enough to say, I need help. God has never intended us to walk this journey alone. And in the case of COVID, I I think, really think, Satan has done an incredibly good job of separating people and, and making us feel like we're on an island. And the truth is that was happening before COVID, right? How we can, we can be in a room full of people and still feel alone, like we're disconnected or unconnected to people, when the fact is we are not meant to walk this journey alone. And being willing to ask for help recognizes that reality. It also gives an opportunity to bless others. Remember we said in Galatians 6, 2, that, that helping others fulfills the law of Christ. The truth is, if, if you never ask someone else for help when you need it, if you choose to keep it to yourself, again, whether that be a problem with a sin that needs to be brought into the light and you think you can just handle it alone, or it be lifting something that you shouldn't lift alone, or just admitting that you shouldn't probably, maybe you've reached the age where you shouldn't be crawling three stories up a ladder anymore. Because that's that's a reality. Because as I get older, I'll tell you what, um, I get hurt easier and it takes a whole lot longer to heal than it used to. <laughs> so, so there's a recognition there of me saying, you know, this is probably not a good choice for me to try to do by myself, even if I could at age 20 or even if I could at age 30. And so asking others allows them the opportunity to use the gifts God has given them to exercise those gifts, to put those things to work. And I don't know about you, but when I have an opportunity to help somebody, to bless somebody else, to make a difference in my life, in somebody else's life, that encourages me in my own life. That helps me grow and feel stronger and recognize that, yes, I can do some things that maybe I didn't think I could do before. It reminds me that, that I have a place and I have a purpose, and I would imagine it does the same thing for you. And so asking for help allows others to grow, to grow physically, to grow emotionally, and to grow spiritually. Asking others for help also helps us form one body. We talked about this last week in Romans chapter 15, this idea that the body of Christ is unique and that it's, it's this interconnectedness. The truth is one part of the body helping another part of the body increases that connectivity. We were designed and intended to live in an interconnected way. It's, it's only when the, for an example with the body, the hand, right? The hand, if the hand gets to, to heat and it starts to burn and it sends a signal, it sends a help signal to the brain, 
right? And the brain then sends a help signal to the, to the muscles in the arm and it pulls, pulls away from the flame, from the danger, right? But it required that the signal was sent by this part of the body. If you can't sense anything and you can't send that signal, then bad things happen, right? But so often I think that we are not willing to be connectedness, connected to one another. And again, that's that pride issue. It's not weakness to say, I'm burning and I need help. To ask another part of the body to pull us away, to help us get where we need to go. In fact, it strengthens the bond between us as we grow to trust one another more, to recognize that we are here for one another, to recognize that I am pulling for you and you are pulling for me. It helps us more readily get those things out of the way that are burdening us. If it's a physical thing that can't be done, right? We're dropping some trees in somebody's yard today. They could not do that themselves. But it drives them crazy. They're concerned those trees are going to fall on their house. It's an emotional burden for them. It worries them. But if they're willing to ask for help, we can resolve that for them. And that worry is gone. But they had to ask, right? They had to ask. And finally, I think asking for help acknowledges our need for God's grace. The truth is sometimes we get ourselves in our own pickles that we need help getting out of. And though God knows, he knows what our challenges are. He knows what mistakes we've made. He knows what problems we have. There's something powerful about coming to ask him, to ask him in faith. Jesus even says to the Roman commander, I believe it's in Matthew chapter 8, as this Roman commander comes to him and says, I need help, I need help healing someone, right? Jesus knows, Jesus is God. He knows this man is suffering. He knows his family is suffering. And he comes to him and says, I need you to heal my daughter. I need you to heal her. An interesting statement Jesus makes about this man. He says, if anyone had the faith that this man has, right? How do you not have the faith that this man has? Because he was willing to trust, to ask in a way that he trusted it would be handled. The truth is, regardless of what the difficulty is in our life, physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever that is, the truth is there are things in life that we need help with. We need the grace of God. We need to be able to ask him for help in order for us to find salvation in him, right? That's, that's really what it comes down to, is setting aside our pride long enough to say, I need help. I can't do this. And asking one another for help reminds us that this pursuit, this journey, isn't one we are intended to do alone and isn't one we can earn by ourselves. It reminds us that we need one another just as we all desperately need God. It's a reminder of the fact that we have all sinned, that we have all fallen short, 
and that God has provided. That God has and continues to provide. So I want to leave you with this encouragement. If you see someone in need of help, please help them. Please don't assume that somebody else will because you may be the person that God has put there. And if you need help, ask. Lay down your pride long enough to ask. Because when you do, God is glorified and you might actually receive help that you could never, ever provide for yourself. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he grant you favor and give you peace.